Thank you for tuning in. Please like, turn on notifications, subscribe, or share. Want to be a guest? Email podcast at tricountyareachamber.com. Good afternoon, everyone. This is Eileen Dautrick, President of the Tri-County Area Chamber of Commerce. I want to thank the people that you see up on your screen. These companies are very important to us and our work over the next six months. They are our mission and vision partners, our MVPs. And again, they are providing financial support so that we can continue to do the work that is uh, in our mission and in our vision and focus on supporting all of you. So. Take a look at these companies, all great partners within the Tri-County region. Hope you are doing business with some of them, and if not, please check them out. Again, just some great community partners, so we thank them for their support. And good afternoon. I am not Bill Vitiello. Uh, I am, as I just introduced myself, Eileen, and this is my From the President's Desk segment of today's show. Uh, we are going to be doing things a little different this month. If you are not aware, March is Women's History Month, and we are going to have myself and Danielle Rexroad, our Marketing and Communications Director, host the shows this month. So we've given Bill some time off from doing the Chamber Chat show, and we are happy to be coming to you this month with special guests, uh, women who are running organizations, running their own small businesses in this community, and we are going to help them tell their story and share it with all of you. And I just wanted to acknowledge our own efforts to support women through our organization. Uh, we used to have a program called Women of the Workforce, and about a year and a half ago, we took the opportunity to redesign our program. It got a new identity. It's now called REACH. And we have REACH programming that goes on on a consistent basis. Uh, every other Tuesday morning at 10 o'clock, we have a coffee chat, and that's an informal conversation with those who are interested in participating. We have one coming up tomorrow. And then quarterly, we've been holding luncheons for our REACH participants. And we will be having a next REACH luncheon on March 29th at the end of this month. And we will be having a special guest, Congresswoman Madeline Dean is going to be joining us uh, to provide some insight uh, on how you can be a change maker. So we're looking forward to that presentation. If you'd like more information on REACH, please feel free to reach out to me, <laughs> no pun intended, and we will get you connected with uh, this fabulous group of women who participate. And then our final event for the program year is going to be in June. Uh, on June 29th, we are rescheduling our REACH half-day conference, which was supposed to happen last June. So trying to bring back all of the speakers. We had a great speaker lineup, and we're looking forward to being able to bring them back uh, in the month of June. That's my From the President's Desk segment for today. And now I am going to welcome back onto the screen Danielle, who I mentioned earlier, who's our Marketing and Communications Director. This month, she's going to help with our interview process. And we have welcoming, and we have with us today, Kristen from Beverly's Pastry Shop. Hi, how are you guys? Hey, Kristen, how are you? Very well, thank you. Thank you for having me here. I really appreciate it. We are happy to have you here. You have a great story to tell, and we want to help you do that. 
but you also have a great initiative going on right now. And we'll talk a little bit more about that later in the show. So maybe you could just start up with the basics, who you are, what you do, and then we'll kind of take it from there. All right, awesome. So I'm the owner operator of Beverly's Pastry Shop. It's been the bakery in Pottown for over four years. And I took over about, it'll be actually six years uh, in February we took over. So it's been a long six years. Um, it was very unexpected six years because I did not have the mindset that I was going to open up a bakery in the downtown. Um, uh, seven years ago, my mother and I were walking down the street and we saw the bakery and decided to stop in because I had recently retired from my corporate nine to five, actually nine to 15 hours day <laughs> corporate job. <laughs> You wear 17 other hats and you only get paid for one. Um, I decided to leave there. We were walking down the street and I wanted to do uh, baking out of my home. I had always baked. I learned from my grandmother um, and it was like a dream of mine. I was going to bake for people. And um, I said, let's walk in. And if, if you've been to Beverly's before I took over, you knew it was a little bit different than what I, it is now. Um, it needed a facelift. She needed some Botox put into her, for, so to speak. Um, so I just walked out a little discouraged, and I said, oh, this is not really what I'm looking for. But my mother, who is uh, an Italian woman that does not let you quit, makes you walk to school with no shoes on your feet, she said that she did. Um, she walked in and walked back down and walked to bakery. I hadn't talked to my husband. I hadn't talked to really anybody. I had no mindset of actually wanting to own a bakery. We got the keys on December 28th of 2014, and we opened up that following year in a month and a half. Remodeled everything, gutted everything, a whole new mindset of we want sweet treats for all. I'm actually a type 1 diabetic, so we do keto in the shop. We do gluten-free in the shop for people who are celiac. We do vegan for people who are of that lifestyle or who have egg deficiency problems. We do a lot of things. We leave everyone's serves a sweet treat. Um, and it's really worked out in our favor because we have moms and we have families that actually got to get their cake for their kid because it's not free. And it's huge. It's a big issue in people's lives right now. So we really have kind of embraced this allergy-friendly um, world and I, mean, I have people who come in with lists of allergies and we actually get to cater to them so it's really in that sense it's really opened my life out to a world of people who don't really get to enjoy these things in life and it's a lot of fun um yes and and a lot of the cakes that you see on that page we can do them vegan and gluten-free so you don't have to have just a piece of cake we can do it fun and fancy for you. That's awesome. I have a nephew who had a ton of food allergies and I know my sister-in-law was always trying to find something that she could make. So he felt semi included on his own right. birthday. You know, yeah. the rest of us are sitting around eating a cake, celebrating him. And, you know, it's finding that, that special thing that yeah. made him feel special and yeah. celebrated. So that's fantastic. Yeah. And so that's, and that's all about, yeah. So 
let's talk a little bit about how obviously you walked past the bakery uh, and you've been here for six years. Yeah. Talk to me about downtown Pottstown. Oh, well, night and day would be the comparison that I would say because when I moved in six years ago, it wasn't as robust as you would say it is today. I mean, the restaurants alone, the caliber of our chefs that we have downtown, we have cute boutique shops. I mean, Gina was once upon a time and Lisa with the bead shop. We never had that before. And that was things we were definitely lagging. We have people who are walking and doing a lot of stuff. There's huge events. That's the one thing that drew me to pot, come back to Pottstown was um, our town is really big on community events like the festival with the flavors and stuff like that. I mean, it's amazing what we guys do down here. The Halloween parades, everything. So it definitely, well, it definitely has the revitalization is leaves and bounds where we were six years ago. Right. Yeah. And, you know, we'll talk a little bit about, uh, Danielle's going to ask you a little bit more about uh, COVID and pivoting, but we'll yeah. get to that. So uh, Drew had your website up a couple minutes ago, beautiful cakes on there. Mm -hmm. I know you've won some awards, yeah, gotten some yeah. recognition. Tell us a little bit about the notoriety that Beverly's has received. Um, it's, I, it's hard for me to speak about this because I have... I have five girls in here that work for me that are, I mean, every day I walk past them and I'm just like, how, how in the hell did you do this? <laughs> it, it looks like it's real. I, and it, they amaze me. And these girls are just, they're very driven people. And we had a cake competition. It would be two years ago now because on March 17th last year, it got canceled, <laughs> which was, it was a little intense, but um, uh, we won. We got told four weeks before the competition how to make this huge, enormous, under the sea kind of creation, and it, you had to have an edible part of it, and then the rest had to be made with edible, you know, um, products. So we worked around the clock for three weeks. We created this five-foot-tall, huge, <laughs> under-the-sea, octopus on it. I mean, it was amazing. And um, they got to the judging part of it, and we didn't even recognize that our name was called. And then we were walking back down, and they called us again. And we won four out of the five awards of that night, which was unreal. Um, you, you don't even, you're like floating at the same time because you're up against 32 other bakeries that have been in the business for years. And here we are, you know, we're just out of the gate. I've never, I've never owned a business before. I've never owned a group before. And we just kind of, my cake decorator has an imagination like nobody's business. She just wait till you see what we're doing for October. We just got the announcement for the, the new date, October oh, 3rd. Okay. It's, uh, right now I'm housing half of it in my basement at home. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the stuff that she's coming up with, I mean, unreal. And we're going to showcase it again for a year at Beverly's once we're done the competition. But it's awesome. It's That's awesome. very cool. Yeah. So let me ask you, how do you mention these five girls? Are you connected to 
culinary programs? How are you finding employees and, you know, how do they come to find Beverly's here in small town Pottstown? Right. So my head cake decorator is actually the sister of uh, Nick Tornettas, who owns Tornettas okay. and Maria. Right. And um, he, he was like, you've got to see what she can do. And I literally met up with her in Giant, and I hired her right there. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> that's a rare unicorn story. You never hear of that. My no, she girl, was decorating at Giant? No, no, no. She was oh, okay. walking around, and we, we all connected up with our grocery book. It was really it was very random, but it's okay. <laughs> but uh, the other girls, I'm on the advisory board of uh, York Technical Institute, which is okay. out of Lancaster, and there's one in York, so I get a lot of interns from there. I also do a lot of with uh, Brandywine um, College, and I do uh, do stuff with Mungo College as well. I actually have an intern from Mungo right now working. So I do do a lot with the interns, and I really enjoy that because they already have a little bit of experience, but you know that those girls want to do what they want to do because you've just gone through an 18-month program that is, like, intense, and it's a lot of work. You know that they're passionate about what they're doing, and that's fantastic. I mean, yeah. that's those are the connections that students need as well, just right. to be connected to the real life experience. Right. You know, so actually coming into a facility like yours and you know working in, like you said, the industry that they want yeah. to, and then they have the opportunity of, is this a real fit for me? You know, or, exactly. You know, do I need to go in a different direction? So. Yeah, I think that's an incredible opportunity and I, you know, I applaud you for doing that and for shaping the next, you know, the next generation. That's awesome. I need someone to take this over in a couple of years. <laughs> I need to retire one day. <laughs> Don't we all? I get that. Right? <laughs> so I, I just have one more question and then I'll turn it over to Danielle to ask you a couple things. So if I know you just mentioned all of the special dietary needs that you can meet, what would you consider to be Beverly's specialty? I believe if I'm remembering the bakery correct in its prior ownership, I think she had a strawberry cake that she yeah, was known strong. for. Yeah, it was one yeah. my aunt yeah, brought it to that. like every <laughs> every yeah. family gathering. I had an aunt who lived in Pottstown and she yeah. brought that cake. So yeah, what would be what would be the specialty that Beverly's is known for? I'd say probably still that. Um probably oh, still really? strawberry shortcake. I mean we make it at least two or three every week. Every week. Okay. Yeah. And then um the girls are really these custom we have people that are coming from Philadelphia, Jersey. I have two weddings in Hershey just for our custom cakes because it, you, you can't even tell the difference. They look like real things. It's just not, right. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Very good. Yeah, that it is. Well, and it's yeah. fun to look at them too because it, I think, like you said, when you walk by, I think, you know, not even working in a bakery, you see things yeah. like that and you're just like, how? How do yeah. they possibly? How do they do that? <laughs> so. All righty, Danielle, what do you have for Kristen? So before I go into my questions, Kristen, I just wanted to say um, your baked goods are absolutely delicious. I don't have much of a sweet tooth, um, but I love your cookies, your pastries. They are so delicious. So if you have not checked out Beverly's, 
um, please pay them a visit. Um, I wanted to ask, you know, when COVID hit and everything first shut down, how you ad adjusted to that, um, you know, traditional restaurants sort of quickly jumped into the whole takeout um, scenario. So how did you adjust as a bakery um, to the initial shutdown? Yeah, I mean, I have actually said Nick Tornetta from Tornetta's Pizza kind of uh, picked me up a little bit on my bootstraps and said, okay, we're going to do this. Um, and he actually started selling my desserts, which kind of did a ripple effect. Um, and a couple of other restaurants put my desserts on and sold it. And honest to God, not one of the restaurants took anything. They gave me what I made. I mean, it was, it was hands down the most amazing thing I've ever like seeing it was awesome and then that's how we kind of rolled into okay we're going to do curbside and I talked to the borough to kind of you know free up some spaces in front of the bakery on Saturday like during the um, 10 to 12 hours and get people to pick up curbside so we did very limited like okay you want some cupcakes or do you guys need a cake or whatever everything by pre-order it was the curbside and that really that got us through until July when we were allowed to have like 25% or something. Right, yeah, I'm, I'm sure, you know, with weddings and big events, you know, yeah. for months, those weren't happening. Um, oh, yeah. You know, a lot of people were choosing to cancel them entirely. So I'm sure that had a big impact on you, you know, those events not happening where you're making those big cakes and yeah. pastries. I'm sure that had a, a big effect. Yeah. yeah, and for bakeries, that's, pretty much your bread and butter, no, no pun intended, but that is pretty <laughs> much. <laughs> that's where you're you're making most of the money because, I mean, let me tell you, you got to sell like a million cupcakes to make a lot of money. But um, with the events, I don't think, I don't think we had our first wedding until probably August we had our first yeah. wedding back. And I, you know, working with Sunnybrook, they were actually, they were super creative. They did a drive-through wedding. Mm -hmm. I mean, the the brides and their creativity this year for how to get married, they were really determined. They were like, we're getting married no matter what. So we had a lot of, a lot of different outdoor events. I went to a wedding that was in a barn and every single like pew was outside of the church spaced out six feet, like people were doing everything and anything. So I think people got really creative this year. It definitely showed, I think COVID showed people, um, if you're determined, you can get things done. There's always a way. So that's what I took away from it. There's, if we can survive this, I can survive anything. Just bring it at me, I got it. Well, I, I just Oh, sorry, go ahead, Eileen. I'm sorry. No, I just wanted to jump in because I just wanted to comment on what Kristen said. And I have said this, you know, that I think the most interesting and most rewarding thing for me to watch in our organization is just the resiliency and the creativity of our members. You know, those people who have that true entrepreneurial spirit figured it out. You know, they figured out something that would help them survive, you know, and make it through. And I think it's been exciting to watch. I think it's brought on some really cool opportunities for businesses that they probably wouldn't have maybe thought about or pursued. Yeah, so, exactly. 
you know, your cooking show for one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, I, people have been telling me to bring that back. I have to bring it back. We just hired another person, which is amazing. So maybe I'll bring back some cooking shows. Uh, but that's really Good. like if you just kind of stepped out of your comfort zone a little bit, I made relationships with my customers just texting back and forth on Facebook. I mean, relationships that I probably would have never had if we didn't have a couple extra minutes to talk to them. Right. So, I, you know, yeah, it was a rough year, but you got to take those little nuggets of what you got out of it and really learn from it. Right. Okay, sorry, Danielle. <laughs> oh, no, no, you're, you're fine. Um, I was just going to say, Kristen, um, from the start of when everything shut down, I commend you for how, one, just how positive you were and still are and how you supported the business community. It always stood out to me um, when everything first shut down. I would always see your social media posts and you were always sharing words of encouragement and you were helping other businesses by sharing their posts and promoting them in addition to, you know, having to support your business. So I really applaud you for that, just for being a positive light when things were so tough for everyone and for showing so much love to other businesses who were struggling. So um, you still continue to do it, but when things first shut down, it was really needed. You really, you were very selfless and just helping so many other businesses that were struggling. So I really commend you for that. Thank you. You're gonna make me cry. Thank you, Nicole. I, I, I love this town. Like, I can't even, I, it's unreal how much I love this town. And I just want to see us, like, I mean, you guys could have probably saw it. I mean, the, right before COVID, I had this, like, like, this is our year. This is our year. And, um, it was like a really overwhelming feeling going into 2021. I was like, we're going to do it. We're going to, and then cooking, but I, we needed, we need to keep those momentum going because we have to, because this town is really about to pop. I think we have some like serious chefs. We have some serious business people. I mean, the, we have tw over 21 women in town that are bosses. Like that's unreal. Like, that's unreal. So, I mean, it's, a, it's quite amazing. It's quite amazing town. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. And that actually leads me right into my next question. I wanted to just um, ask you about your Downtown Lady Bosses initiative. If you could tell us about that, um, <laughs> what you're doing this month, and kind of what inspired you to start that. Um, so, last year would actually be the 100-year anniversary for women to vote. I don't know if I knew that. Um, but August 8th, 1920 was the day that we actually got to the right to vote, which was huge. Um, and it was, it was very special to me. Um, I am all about building up women and I have in the beginning of COVID, I brought seven different women's businesses into the shop because I wanted to highlight them. I didn't want to have to spend the money on my rent or anything. I wanted to highlight them. And we, I really feel like 21 of us survived COVID and that's huge for a woman. And to think, I mean, this is not a joking matter, but to think we used to be sold for nuts and beans and now we're surviving pandemics and running businesses and pretty much leading the world. Um, it's a huge thing that I think we need to celebrate, honor and recognize. Um, 
there's been people or women that have owned businesses for longer than 20 years in this community. That's huge. Mm -hmm. That's something that we need to recognize, celebrate, and honor. Because I don't think I don't think people understand. 21 businesses are owned by women. That's huge. Yeah. Yeah. And the the challenges that women have faced you know, over the decades, it's amazing to see, you know, someone like you and all the other women um, business owners in the area, how successful they've been and, you know, kind of breaking some of those stereotypes that have existed for a long time. Um, but, you know, it's such a strong community of um, female business owners. So I think your initiative is awesome. And if you could share, you know, you started the group on Facebook and... Yeah. So you have the group on Facebook that I encourage everybody, post what you want to post on there. Um, we're going to be doing some raffles. I'm going to be working with um, a couple of restaurants to do um, some girls' night out special. You can take your girlfriends out. And um, there, at the end of the month, there's apparently a really cool renewal move. And it's on March 28th. So I'm working with Aaron Burke from Lily's Pub. And I'm working with Jennifer Fisher from Samana. And we're going to try and do a women's circle yoga brunch thing that all of us can just celebrate each other. You can kind of release whatever you want to release and we can move forward because after last year, we need a little bit of relief. <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And maybe on another side. Whatever. <laughs> That's whatever. fine too, yeah. <laughs> of course. That should always be part of it. So. Exactly. Uh, before we round up today's show, just how can people find out more about Beverly's? How can they connect with you? Uh, Beverly's is on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, we're on Twitter. You can generally just come in and say, hey, Kristen, are you in the back? Or I go by <laughs> Beverly, whatever. I'm always here. <laughs> um, you can find out about the downtown lady bosses on Facebook as well. Posted on my page, posted on my personal page, everything. But come out and support these local women because they're pretty awesome. And Drew has your website up on uh, the screen, and I know you have some beautiful pictures up on there of the designs that your team is able to to create for people. So uh, we encourage everyone to check out Beverly's. Uh, like Kristen said, please stop by. Uh, you know, there's always sweets in the case. Uh, yeah. We are for that we are located in downtown Pottstown. So when one of us needs to go outside of the office and venture downtown, uh, you never know who's going to come back with uh, some sweets from Beverly's. So, but we're we're fine with that. <laughs> yeah, no, that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> All righty. So thank you, Kristen. Thank you thank so much you for sharing your story. Thank you so yeah, much. Thank you so much. Happy Women's Month. Go women. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and thank you for all you do for downtown Pottstown. Thank you what thank you're you. doing with this women's group. Uh, you know, and again, like uh, Danielle said, just thank you for being a positive spot, you know, through all of this. But always, you know, you keep talking about how much uh, you love Pottstown. And I think you should know Pottstown loves you just as much back. So thank you, so thank you thank Kristen. You. Thank you guys so much. Have a great day. Have a great month. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank great you. to have you on. Take care.
Thank you everybody for joining us. We're going to close today's show by showing you one more time our mission and vision partners. We appreciate you tuning in. We hope you join us on Wednesday. Uh, this Wednesday at one o'clock, we will have Karina Hatfield of Wigner Insurance. Again, stay tuned to our Facebook pages and our website and our social media posts telling you who our guests will be throughout the month. And as always, if you are a chamber member business and are interested in being a guest yourself, please, please reach out. We'd love to feature you and your story on Chamber Chat. And Thank you for tuning in. Please like, turn on notifications, subscribe or share. Want to be a guest? Email podcast at tricountyareachamber.com.